Shalom Abrach, we are up to Yavoma's Daf Yud Beis. Today's Daf discusses the Tzara of a Mima Enes, the Tzara of an Islandess, and contraception. Now yesterday we were discussing the Machzor Gushasai. It is usher to remarry a woman who he divorced. The question is, what is Allah about her Tzara, her co-wife? Is she also usher to do Yibam Chalitza? Because of the Machzor Gushasai? Or does the Machzor Gushasai not have the din of an erva to part to the other tsaris? So now the Gemara quotes someone who is Machzor Gushasai after she had been remarried, both her and her tsaris do chalitza. Now, obviously, they both don't do chalitza, only one of them need to. But you see that there still is a chiyov chalitza. So the Gemara says that's not a raya. To the to the tzara, maybe that Bryce was just telling me that the miyabim has the option of either doing chalitza to his machzor gushasai, or regarding the tzara to do chalitza or yibum. So now Rav Chia Bar Abba says that Rav Yochanan asks, "What's the halacha if someone is machzor gushasai after she's already married? What's the halacha with her tzara?" So parenthetically, Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Ami asks, well, what about her herself? What's Allah with her? That's not really a kasha. We, we know her, that, that the Machsa herself is usher from a Kava Chaymer. If the ex-husband, the Machsa is usher, the brother-in-law, which was never muttered to her, is Kol Shekin usher. The question is the Tzara. Are we going to say the same Kava Chaymer on her? That the, the brother-in-laws, who are Nachiv and Yibub, they were never muttered to her. Do we say that same Kavachimer on the Tsaris or not? There's also another version of this conversation. Do we, the, the, the Gemara is asking, do we ask this Kavachimer on, do we apply this Kavachimer to the Tsar or only to the Machas herself? So the Gemara answers, it's a Braisa. If the co-wives that fall to the Miyabe, one is Kosher and one is Pasal, if he does Chalitza, he should do Chalitza to the Pasal one. If he does Yibim, he should do Yibim to the Kosher one. Now, we're not saying kosher and puzzle to the brothers, to the whole world, to kaihanim, because that wouldn't make any difference to this miyabim right here. We're talking about to him. Is she mutter or usher? What would, it, what would be puzzle to the miyabim? We're talking, we're talking about a case of a machsir grushasai. And we learn that if he's going to do yibum, he should do yibum to the kosher one, to the tzara. So you see that a machsir grushasai tzara is still chayiv in yibum. The Gemara, however, says that's not a raya. Maybe Kshera is talking about Kshera to Kehanim. And Psula means puzzle to Kehanim. I why does that make any difference to him? Well, this is like a stickle case of uh If Yosef says a person should not empty out his bar if other people still need it. The Mishaburah Pasch is that one who's removing his sitzes should not cut them off. He should unravel them in case someone else wants to use those sitzes. Unless it's Shasat Chakis, that's okay. So too. If you have the option of passeling a woman who is kosher to kahuna by doing chalitza with her, better you should do it to the woman who is already passeled to kahuna. So now we're back to Akasha. What's the halacha with the tzara of Amach So the Gemara says, well, Tashima, someone who's Amach after she already remarried, both her and her, and her tzara, tzaros, do chalitza. Meaning one or the other does chalitza. And obviously, they're not both doing it. 
the machzor gashasa does chalitza has the option of chalitza, and her tzares have the option of chalitza or yibum. Next, Rev Lili Bar Mamel, Omar Mar Ukva, Omar Shmuel says, what that the tzara of a mima enes, a katana who dissolves her marriage, her tzaras are also usher. So the says, who's she usher to? Who is the tzara usher to? If you're going to say that she's usher to the brothers of their now dead husband, of the wife's dead husband, the wife herself, the katana who is ma'enes, she's mutter to the, hus- to the, to the brothers. Elamai, they're usher to the one who does yibum, the, that one brother. But the other brothers, they'll still be mutter to. So the Gemara asks, what's the difference between a ma'enes that can marry the other brothers? Because she didn't do anything. The Tsarist didn't either. Why would they be also to the other brothers? This is, the Gemara explains that this is a gzeira because of one case of a Tsaras bitoy mima'enes. If someone gives away his daughter for marriage as a katana and she has a co-wife and their husband dies and falls to Yibam to her father after she dissolves the marriage while being a katana, we don't want to permit her Tsaris his daughter's tsaris. Because I might think that since she dissolved the original marriage, there's no marriage here. She's So so her tsaris are not considered a tsaris erva. They were never co-wives. So as a gzera for that, we ask her the tsaris of Enimima Enes. The Kumar says, who says that the tsara of someone's daughter who dissolves the marriage is usher to him for Yibam and Khalid? So the Mishnah tells us that once she does miyun, her tsaris are mutter. And to clarify that case, we're not talking about a case where she was an unrelated katana yasoima. She would be mutter to her father-in-law. The entire kedushin totally dissolves. Elamai, we're talking about a case of yibum, and her tsaris are mutter. So, what makes you say that the tsaris of even his daughter would be usher? The Gemara says, really, we're talking about a case when she did miyun on her husband. He didn't die. There's two different types of Gerushin. The Gemara asks, what's the difference if she does Mion on her husband, where the whole marriage disappears? Yavim also. Their original marriage is gone when she does Mion. But this is because of Rami Barichaskal, who learned that if she does Mion, the Katana does Mion, she's now allowed to marry his father, her Mion husband's father. Yaakov has a son, Ruven. Ruven marries a Katana, the Katana does Mion. She can now marry Yaakov. But if it falls to, to a case of Yibum, then she'll be usher to Yaakov, to the father. You see that we go by what the situ- situation was at the moment that the husband died. If she is his daughter-in-law, then she'll be usher. If she demune earlier, then she could dissolve the marriage. So too, with regard to the tsaris, at the time that the husband died, this tsara was tsaras pitoy, so the tsaras will also be usher in lieu of his daughter, by means of his daughter. Next, Asi says that the tsaras of an island is a girl who is twenty years old and she has, she she still doesn't have the simonim. She has, she has simonim that she's not going to have children. Her tsaras are also usher with regard to yibum. The pasuk says v'hoyahabechor asher teled, which excludes an island is that is not a yeleda. So Sheshis asks if there are three brothers. All three married to three different girls. One of them dies, and the second one doesn't marry the widow yet. He does ma'amer, which is a rabbonon form of yibu marriage. 
so that it wouldn't just be Bia. It would be also give her a Kesef star. But then the second brother dies. So now there are two women. One who is the widow and the other is the Ma'amer to this brother who died. Rav Shesha says, brings down the spice, so that says that he only is allowed to do Chalitza, but not Yibum to these two women. That's only when the brother has one zikas yibum. But if he has two zikos, then you don't do yibum, you'll only do chalitza. And we learn on that, there Yosef learns, Zuhi, this is the case of the tsara of his brother's wife. That's where the Isunafila is Goram law. The Gemara asks, what's the lotion of Zuhi? What's that excluding? Only this case. That's excluding the, uh, the Tzara of an islandist, which is Mutter. This is a Raya, that the Tzara of an islandist is Mutter, which is Akasha, and of Asi, who says that Tzara's islandist is Osir. The Gemara says that, that that's not what Rabbi Yosef was excluding. The Zuhi was excluding that an islandist doesn't even get chalitza. Her tsaris need chalitza, but she does not. Because the islandist is only their abonon, while the tsaris still have a chiv Now the Gemara goes on to challenge of Asi's psak that the tsar of an islandist is Asr, and they say, we have a Mishnah that tells us that if anybody dies and turns out she was an islandist, that it, the miyabim is an islandist, her tsaris are mutter, not Asr. The Gemara says that's different because uh, when Ravasi says it's Asr, that's when they knew she was an islandist beforehand. But over here, they did not know beforehand. That's why it says Nimtsu islandist. It doesn't say that she was an islandist. Rava, in fact, paskins that the Tsara of an islandist is mutter, even if they knew beforehand, and even the case of Tsaras Bitoi islandist. And he changes the Lashon uh, in the Brisa of Nimtu, that the, it turns out she was an islandist to Shahayu, that she was an islandist all along. When Ravan came from Eretz Yisrael, he said that Rav Yechonon said that the Tzara of a Mima Enes, a Katana who dissolves her marriage, or the Tzara of an islandist, or the Tzara of a Machsar Gushasai, are all mutter. They are allowed to do Chalitza and Yibum. Now the Gemara moves on to the sugya of contraception. The Brisa tells us that Rabbi told Rav Nachman that there are three women that are allowed to use a moich, contraception, a cloth, a katana, a milberes, and a manika. A katana is allowed to use it because maybe she'll become pregnant and die. A milberes, a pregnant woman, is allowed to because maybe, according to Rashi, she'll get pregnant again and this new pregnancy will destroy the uber in her belly now. A manika is allowed to because maybe she will stop nursing and her living son will have nothing to eat. If she stops nursing. What is the din? What what qualifies a katana? This is a girl from 11 years old and one day until 12 years old and one day. Younger than that and more than that, she can have regular tashmish according to Rameir. The Chachamim say, however, that even during the age between 12 and 13, she can still be Misha Meshes Kedarka and the Hashem will make sure that she's, that she's safe because of the Pasuk Hashem. Now, the Gemara is meduyik that from the fact that the Brisa said that maybe she'll become pregnant and die, you see that Katanim or Katanois can become pregnant. 
It's just that there's an issue that they might die. I, if there's a possibility that a katana can become pregnant and have a healthy child, then we do have a case where a mother-in-law can do miyun. If a katana has a daughter who gets married before she becomes a, a gadayla, and in the meantime, the mother-in-law does miyun, it's a possibility. And the Mishnah told us that that would be impossible. We can't have a mother-in-law or father-in-law that's uh, an islandess or a or shemianoi. The Gemara says, we have to say that maybe she will become pregnant and die. Rabbi Bar Levoi says that there are three stages in a katana's ability to give birth. The first kufa is that she won't become pregnant whatsoever. The second stage is that if she does become pregnant, she will die. After that, neither her or the baby will die. Both the katana and her baby can survive. But the case of the mother-in-law cannot happen because that has to be in the tzkufa. That will take place in the age bracket of a katana where she and the baby will not survive. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.